0: Alhamdulillah <laughs> Rabbil Alamin <laughs> Wa salatu wa salamu ala mursaleen Sayyidina wa nabiyina wa maulana Muhammad Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Beloved brothers, sisters and elders in Islam The Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him It said Kullukum ra'im wa kullukum mas'ulun an You are all shepherds And you will all be asked regarding your flock the leader of the society, the president, etc., he is a shepherd and he will be asked about his flock. And a man is a shepherd in his own house regarding his family and he will be asked about his flock. And a woman is a shepherd in the house of her husband and she will be asked, she will be taken to task as all of them regarding her flock. وَالْخَادِمُ فِي And a servant is a shepherd with regards to the property of the one that has hired him. And he will be asked regarding his flock. And the narrator says, I think the Prophet also said, وَرَجْلُ رَاعِن فِي مَالِ a man is also a shepherd regarding the property of his father, and he will be asked regarding his flock: You are all shepherds, and you will be tasked. You will be asked by Allah regarding your flock. In another hadith, the Prophet of Allah had said, It suffices as a sin. It is sufficient as a sin for a man to neglect those for whom he is obliged to provide in another hadith the Prophet of Allah was kissing his grandson Hassan and a sahabi by the name of Akra ibn Habis saw this and then he said to the Prophet of Allah peace be upon him inna li min al walad I got ten children مَا مِّنْهُمْ I've never kissed any one of them. The Prophet kisses his grandchild. The man says, I've got ten children. I've never kissed even one of them. And he said it in a type of a bragging manner. And the Prophet said to him, Innahu مَنْ لَا يَرْحَمُ He who does not show mercy will not be shown mercy. In another hadith, it is similar to this, the Prophet of Allah answered and said, What should I do if Allah has divested and stripped your heart of all mercy? What should I do? What can I do? In another hadith, the Prophet of Allah, peace be upon him, says, All authentic are hadith appearing in Bukhari, Muslim, Abu Dawud, etc. When a man, when a human dies, in Qatar anhu all his deeds come to an end. All his deeds come to an end. Illa min sadaqatin jariyah, except an act of charity where benefit is still flowing to people, so then automatically he's still getting the reward. Like the people, alhamdulillah, that built this mosque. Even if somebody gave some money or just gave a brick to this mosque, as long as this brick is in this mosque and people are taking benefit and making salah in this mosque, then that man that took, put that brick there, he's getting his reward in his grave. So Sadaqah jaria, some type of a charity, benefit is still flowing to people. So even though that man has died, he's still getting reward, upon reward, upon reward. And here we need to be mindful that as there is Sadaqah jaria, there could be an Itham jari, a sin that you created, a thing you brought about, and it is still harming people either in the dunya or in their akhirah, and in a like manner something will be added to the negative part of your scale as long as that thing is still present and Allah knows best so if these come to an end, except for the sadaqa jariyah this flowing charity this running charity or some knowledge that he taught the people and they are still benefiting from that knowledge Allahu Akbar in fact Ulama they discuss this and they say if you teach somebody something, and he goes on to teach it to another person, and he goes on to teach it to another person, it doesn't matter how far it goes down, each time you get reward, reward, reward. And any person that acts upon that knowledge, reward, 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 reward. The reward just runs, runs, runs. Even if you've died 100 years ago, 1,000 years ago, 2,000 years ago, it's just going ting, 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 ting. Allahu Akbar and then the one I actually want to focus upon a salihin he left behind a pious child a child that he had reared on piety and the child continues to do these pious deeds after the demise of the father or the mother yad'uulahu and the child regularly is making dua for the parent and then the reward is going it is continuing though the parent had passed away So today I want to speak about the children. And I want to start out immediately with two questions. The one, the answer is clear. I won't spend too much time on it. The other one, I want to spend some time on that. So the first question is, how important are your children to you? How important are your children to you? And the second question is, what are you doing about it? How important are your children to you? What are you doing about it? Now, every human being is going to say, very important. My children, they are very important to me. The Arabs, however, distinguish between what they call lisanul maqal and lisanul ha'al. What you say with your tongue and what you do with your limbs. So, I'm saying with my tongue, my children are very important to me. But if you're not doing anything about it, then your condition is saying they are not important to you. And which one speaks louder? Does your tongue speak louder? Or does your condition speak louder? So the Arabs a saying, they say, Lisan ablahu min The tongue of your condition is more convincing than the tongue of your statement. If I were to say it differently, that which you say, that which you do, says more about you than that which you say. Oh, Always, how some people say in today's time, Put your money where your mouth is. Or as some other people say, don't just talk the talk, walk the walk. It's all the same idea. Talking on its own as nothing, as just hot air. But if you add to it action, right, no pratos. No pratos. So let's listen to that again. How important are your children to you? Very important. What are you doing about it? Nothing. So how important are they to you again? Really, not anything. If you are not doing something, then they aren't important to you. It's like a man who wants Jannah, and he knows Allah says, Allah inna silat silatullahi ghaliya, or silatullahi ghaliya." the product of Allah is expensive, behold the product of Allah is Jannah. Now you're saying, I want to go to Jannah, I want to go to Jannah. you like the guy who says he wants to stay in America. I want to be an American, in the land of the free. But you're not doing anything. The statement means nothing. I want to be a jannati. But you're not doing the actions of the jannati. How are you going to get there if you don't do the actions? If you're not applying for the passport or the visa, or somehow applying to become a resident or work there, the Americans are not going to accept you. I'm just using them as an example. Right? I'm not saying good, no bad, This is an example. Right? So the same thing by Allah. You must be applying for a passport. You must be applying for a visa. Some type of an effort must occur between you and Allah. I'm going to assume that as Muslims, we all love and care for our children. This is because it is natural to men. And it is my belief that there is no man more natural than the Muslim man. The Muslim woman. Why not? When the Prophet said, Every child is born in a natural way and they intended thereby belief in Allah. He intended thereby a natural form of Islam. So, no person is more natural or supposed to be than the Muslim. Allah indicates of us in the Quran also, Surah Al Kahf, verse 46. Mm-hmm. Property, wealth, and children, they are the beautifications of the worldly life. Those are the things that give the worldly life its taste. It adorns the worldly life, causes it to become attractive. Causes people to desire it. And this could be taken in a good sense and in a bad sense. And sometimes it is intended in the one way and sometimes it is intended in the other way. But we know for a fact it's a good thing to have children. So this is why in Surah al verse 6 Allah addresses Banu Israel and Allah says to them We supported you. We gave you dad. Support. Via what? Via the fact that we gave you wealth. And via the fact that we gave you children. So you had the support you needed from my side, Allah. So that's a good thing. It's a support, a divine help. Elsewhere in the Qur'an, so that's Surah Al-Isra, Elsewhere so in the Qur'an, Surah Al-Imran, verse 14, Zuyyena Beautified to men is the love of those things that accord, what is shahwa, what is nature of desiring as a human being. Minan nisa, such as woman. Men, men naturally like women. That makes you think about what it means to be homosexual, natural or unnatural. Walbanina and humans naturally want to have children. And the ayah goes on and mentions more examples. And then Allah says, that is the enjoyment of the worldly life. If you have some money to do some things, then you can enjoy the worldly life. If you have children to share your delights with, your pleasures with, to raise in accordance with your understanding of the dunya and what lies beyond dunya, then there's great pleasure that one takes from that. It's just we must be mindful. That the best return lies by Allah. You must just be mindful of that. There's nothing wrong in enjoying the dunya, just be mindful that at the end of the day that you are going to be returning unto Allah. And the dunya must be used as a mazra'a, as a plantation for the year after. Not merely something you plant here, you reap here. No, 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 no. Something must be sent forth. Something must be sent forth from this world to the next. So that is just to confirm, yes, humans by their nature love their children. But this love shouldn't merely be an idea in the mind. Shouldn't merely be a statement on the tongue. Somehow something must be done. Now here there are a number of considerations and questions you should be asking yourself. I'm going to be asking about five questions and then I'll be focusing on about four or five common mistakes made by parents in today's time. Something for you to think about inshallah. I have the idea of delivering a series of talks on the raising of children in the proper Islamic manner. What are the secrets and tips that Islam gives as to how to ensure that your children will follow a certain path inshallah. So today, the intention is merely to give you some sort of an introduction, to get the mind starting to think, well, uh, maybe there's a better way. Not necessarily deficient, but maybe we can increase things, inshallah, just to have that openness to improvement, inshallah, things could be better, just to have that idea. So no idea of accusing anybody of anything we all have our deficiencies we all have our limitations but together we can go somewhere together we can make the world a better place so let's ask ourselves some questions like number one as a parent are you a giver or are you a taker are you a giver or are you a taker now i could rephrase that and say what is your need? what is your need? now one thing we know about humans, and you're going to waste your time to debate this. Humans don't do anything for free. You want to argue humans do stuff for free? You're wasting your time. Humans don't do anything for free. One of the most important questions that comes to a human's mind over and over again is, what is in it for me? Maik Salah, what is in it for me? Give what is in it for me? Go for Hajj, what is in it for me? And you will find Alainas Rasul continuously answering that question. Give Salah, what is in it for me? You're going to get a reward. And if you go to the mosque, the reward will be increased to 25 times to 27 times. And if you go and do it in the mosque of Medina, suddenly now it's a thousand times, etc. You're going to do it in the mosque of Makkah, now it starts going 100,000. Right? So Allah is saying, this is in it for you. In tanha anil wal munkar. You make Salah, it's going to help you in avoiding faqshah, shameful deeds, wal munkar, and other sins. You, what is in it for me if I fast? You're going to attend to taqwa. The people of taqwa, they get iman. Uh, sorry, they get jannah. The people of taqwa, they get support of Allah. The people of taqwa, Allah rains down upon them his blessings. The whole Quran, that is what is happening. What is in it for me? The Quran is telling you what is in it for you. So that's a question that must be uh, answered at the end of the day. So I'm asking, what is your intention? Are you a giver or a taker? Now eventually you must take. But the question is, who do you want to take from? If your intention is, I'm doing this solely to please Allah, and I intend to take from Allah, then one hundred percent you are on hak. And you're intending to take from Allah. That is not stinginess. That does not make you a taker. That makes you a true giver, because you're going to take from a being that has infinity. Infinity. And after you've taken, even if you take from the day you were born until the day you die and you get the whole dunya to do the same, it will not do anything to what Allah is. That is the equivalent of taking a needle and putting it into a vast ocean and what you draw out, that little drop that is hanging over there, that little drop is what you took and the ocean that remains. That is somehow what Allah is. But to be honest with you, even that ocean is nothing. Because Allah is infinity. And that ocean has a beginning and that ocean has an end. So to take from Allah, no, that doesn't make you a taker. That makes you a giver. But if I'm giving to my children, of course, they must give back. Now, sometimes this doesn't become immediately apparent. When a child is one years old, two years old, three years old, it's not immediately apparent. It looks to the world, I'm only doing for the child, and I don't want to take. But somewhere along the line, all that is start happening. The child is 16 years old, 17 years old, right used to get married, and the child says, Mommy, Daddy, I want to get married. Then suddenly we have this response, Now that response can only happen if you're a taker. Why must he work for you? At that moment in time, when you are still strong and powerful and you are still able to work for yourself, that time will come when he will work for you, when you are no longer able to work for yourself, and now he is ready and able to look after you. But you shouldn't have that concern at that moment in time. At that moment in time, while you still got all the money and all that, you should still be helping him, sending him forth, doing the halal thing. And Allah knows, best facilitating that which is halal. So whether you're a giver or a taker, it's going to come out somehow. And if you're a giver, it will always be in accordance with the will of Allah. Because I want from Allah. I don't want from Him. I want from Allah. You understand? So I'm always doing the right thing. But if I'm a taker, sometimes I'm going to say stuff. What stuff? And Allah knows best. Also, are you doing only for your child's dunya? Or are you doing for your child's dunya and akhirah? Are you doing only for your child's dunya? Or are you doing for your child's dunya and akhirah? Here we get three types of people. Those who only focus on the dunya needs of the children. Then we get another one, little bit better than the first but still not 100% correct. Only focusing on the needs of the child. What is it? Dunya, dunya is next man. what will this call to have? That is dunya, You don't go to school, you can't count. You're supposed to get a 50 rent chance, so give him a five rent. What's a zero between friends? In fact, let me take six zeros. If your child never learns how to count, He's going to be conned left, right, and center. His akhira is going to start being difficult. Because there's only one akhira, and there's the akhira you get via dunya. So if you're not successful in the dunya, you're never going to be successful in the akhira. There is some dunya that you must know. And it is a stupid man that someone wants to get to akhira, but not via dunya. The only tunnel and passage to the akhira is the dunya. So if you don't know some things about the dunya, How are you going to get that ultimate Akhirah on the other side? So that produces the third one. A parent that is concerned about this child's dunya and the child's Akhirah. Only authentic dua to be made while you are making tawaf. One of the greatest Ibadah that you can do is to make tawaf around the Kaaba. Only authentic du'a, when you pass the Rukan Yamani until the Rukkan of the hajar aswad Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana, wa fil akhrati hasana, wa qina nar And in it the Prophet is asking for good in this world, and good in the next. I'm busy with one of the greatest ibadat, I'm on Hajj, I'm on Umrah, and see what I'm asking. I'm asking Allah, give me dunya, give me some good dunya, and also some good akhirah. So that is the balanced approach. As some wise man had said, it is like the flight of a bird. If I'm only taking the one wing, the wing of dunya, what happens to the bird? Mm, boom, crash, no flight. Only the other wing, mm, boom, crash, no flight. Dunya and akhirah wing. Right now something magical happens. Flight. So that is what we need, flight. Something to take us to the year after. So do for your child's dunya, do for your child's akhira. Understand that the one is more important than the other. But understand that you can't really get an excellent other without the first. And Allah knows best. So we work for both. It is not exclusive. It is not, if I get dunya, I don't get akhira. If I get akhira, I don't get dunya. It's not exclusive. You can get both. But moderation in the one and max in the other. Inshallah. See... Are you doing, are you really doing that which is beneficial for your child? Or are you doing that which is convenient? I left work, but I still got a whole lot of work. So I'm busy on my laptop, uh, my child.' TV I answer you. Is that what you really want to do for your child? Or is it you just want him away?. So ask yourself, why are you doing what you're doing? Are you really considering the benefit of the child? <laughs> Or are you considering your own temporal and fleeting benefit when you make that particular decision? There's another question you should be asking yourself that is related to that. And that is, are you doing that which is convenient but asking for that which is inconvenient? you doing what comes easy for you, convenient for you, but you are repeatedly asking your child for that which will inconvenience him. Is that genuinely fair? Let's say it in a different way. I hear this a lot. Alas, Alas, Alas. You're doing Alas but the right thing. Everything but the right thing. Everything but the thing that they need. That's why they're not thankful. When you start doing the thing that they need, they'll start being thankful. I come to your door, I knock there, I say, I'm dying of hunger. You give me a place in three. departments. I'm dying of hunger here. Yeah. Then I say, whoa, I'm dying of hunger. You say, but I just gave you a place, isn't it? It's got nothing to do with my hunger. So understand that there are needs and there are wants. If you're giving somebody all their wants, you're giving them none of their needs. Then what's going to happen? The child becomes a neglected child. You are an absent father and an absent mother, though you are present in the house. You are absent in their lives. In the sense of who you should be. The role that you should be playing. The responsibility... That you should be shouldering, you're not really shouldering that responsibility. You're absent, though you are present. Physically there, mentally elsewhere. And Allah knows best. That's a constant problem. Even Allah has that problem in the Quran with people. Woe unto those who make salah. Whenever I read that ayah shuffle, woe unto those who make salah. Wail ulama say is a patinjanam that is so bad. The rest of Jannam is asking Allah to protect us against deathbed. And in that ayah, Allah is saying, death for those who make salah. Wow, who make salah. Isn't it? You get those who don't make salah and those who make salah. And those who don't make salah, they are the bad guys. And those who make salah, they are the good guys. So how come? Wow. And to those who make salah. Okay, it didn't end there. Allah whom an salatihim to him? Sahun. Those who are mindful of their salah. So I acknowledge this. Yes, physically you are here in the mosque. Physically you are making salah. But mentally elsewhere. And what are you going to get? You're going to get well. Now what about the father that's physically there? Mentally elsewhere. Absent father. You're physically there in your child's life. But you're not really there for the child. What for you? Well, for that one. What for you? Something to think about. Next one. Are you seeing your child as a balanced whole, Or are you over-focusing on certain aspects of his totality? Yeah, You need to understand that your child is not merely a body. It's not just a sheep you got on your farm. Yes, you have some grains, you have some water, right? That's not a child. Some sheep you're raising and then we're going to breed him and make more children because the must stare stir this. No. Your child is a mind. Your child is a body, your child is a spirit. And when it comes to the mind, that ability to rationalize and use logic, that ability must be catered for, and it must be advanced, so that the child can be prepared for its life as an adult. The child is an emotional being as well, and he has emotional needs, and that must be looked after as well. And that child is also a social being. He needs to, to mix and blend with his peers, he can't just be in your presence the whole time. In fact, when we were children, that was the law. You see, your petits, these are great people. They will go away. They to play with your kids. With, 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 with your age. He you you sits with the great people. The next time you don't let him play with the children, then you let him sit here and listen to everything the adults are busy with. He learns stuff he's not ready to understand. He doesn't really know what's happening here. You are putting too much pressure on that brain that that brain cannot handle. You are breaking the child early in the game. The tree is never going to grow right after that. If it's a cow tree, generally don't buy it. Because you think, oh, my car. Masha'Allah. But when we see you in the highway and driving behind you, we see you guys going like that. I face die away, but I can't die away. Coutry, <laughs> so don't cry the Coutry child, no, <laughs> What about the body of the child? Are you focused on the body of the child? You're putting quality petrol in your car. Some petrol stations offer more than one diesel. Uh, sulfur with whatever. So I, it should be internet research. What you know with my back Can I diesel enough? The sulfur enough? But with your child, you have some coke, these liquor chips, poison. I am the result of that. You see, I'm sick, I got a permanent red eye, I got a whole lot of stuff. Poison never tasted so good. <laughs> it's in our time. I'm a result of that. So now I know, you can't eat, I don't some my You understand? Okay, I'm half dead, it's a given for me. But at least my children, you understand? If I, if I can't, it's too late for me. But at least my children, insha'Allah, I can give them that opportunity. Wow. Remember, it's not just a thing of good action. When the Prophet was asked, who's the best of people, he said, Man wa amaluhu. He who loves a long life and does good deeds. So, a long life is as us, an ingredient. As good deeds in a long life. You understand? So, good do deeds in a long life, I get a better Jannah. So, it's part of an ayin day. If I came, let's live longer. I, 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 I was a bit arrogant, people told me what is the, eat the right you're going to love longer, now come my arrogance out, yeah, given a choice between a long and boring life, I rather love a short and exciting life, I didn't know there was a third one, a long and painful life, that's another possibility, Allah knows best, Allah knows best, so at least I made the mistake, let's not make the mistake regarding our children. And don't let people tell you, oh, dat is nog allemaal jong. Ja, yeah. als niks als ik in de desk kom, heb ik jong gewisert. Als niks als ik zinna kom, heb ik jong gewisert. Anders spreek ik wat mee, eh? hè. Anders spreek ik maar in general. Als <laughs> 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 niks als ik gammer gedrinkt, heb ik jong gewisert. Ik heb het gerealiseerd als een mistake. Ik heb het gerealiseerd als aanvoel. You can't tell me, dat oh, is allemaal jong. So, meaning, je kan me nog allemaal beetje gammer doen. Dat is nog steeds voor alles. Dat is steeds voor salaan, dat is steeds voor hammer. It's a balanced life. (laughs) No, that's not balanced. Those things mustn't be in the life of a Muslim. And all of those arguments are nice-sounding arguments, but it's totally battle. There's no essence to it. It's totally wrong. Right. So we need to maintain the body of the child. Number one, by putting quality petrol into the child. Right types of food. Then number two, exercise exercising this. Somehow it's an Ajib thing. I see some parents got a problem if their children are making some push-ups and some pull-ups. You're supposed to be studying. You're doing push-ups. No, man. Push-ups in studying. Not push-ups or studying. Push-ups in studying. And Allah knows best. Right, okay. You want to become the downer of your time? That is Riyah. But the intention is, I want to make my body stronger. Inshallah jihad is on the way. I want to die in the path of Allah, but if I'm a pack of I'm When the time comes, you understand? Right now, that's the right intention. Every push-up, one reward, one reward, two rewards, five rewards, six rewards. Right. <laughs> Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Then also, with regard to the body of your child. <laughs> Do you know the power of touch? <laughs> when last did you touch your child? With love. You hear that hadith. He found the Prophet of Allah kissing his grandchild. Touch. The Prophet of Allah was giving the gift of touch to his grandchild. Somehow affirming the child. You understand? In a positive manner, via touch. If I look back in my own life, I can't remember a lot of touching. But there was one day when something happened. I was lying on the bed one day. It was a sunny day. To fat my man, my Somehow that day just stands out to me. You understand? I think I was 11 years old or something. I somehow, I, I can't forget it. If I, if I think of the concept of love in my, in my life, I'm thinking of that day. That day means something to me. So, when last did you touch your child with a sense of love? Even if it is just you took his hand, my darling, abuse for your no? When last did you do that? When last did you say words of love? When last did you get right into his heart and you stroked it with your words? Allahu Akbar, that's also a form of a touch. we ask you to do such a thing. How about the ruh of your child? Yeah. Who form, <inaudible> but what about these relations about Allah? What about that one? The actual reason that He is created. Actually, that's Him. The body is not Him. Even the mind is not Him. The soul, that's Him. The body will die. The soul will go on. Technically, the body is his car. And when you're helping him to look after his car, it's exactly like that. Putting in the right petrol, and exercising the car, giving it a service. But what about the driver inside the car? Are you looking out for the driver? The soul. Because at the end of the day, the body will die. Allah says in the Quran, Nafs is synonymous to the word soul. So every soul will taste death. What is the death it will taste? The death of its body. Its body will die. Because that is merely the vehicle that you occupy. But you, the passenger, you will move on. So has there been time for the soul of that child? Did you build a relationship with Allah? Between your child and Allah? Then also, what is your child's approach to the rest of creation? Is your child's approach to the rest of creation? Survival of the footness? That <laughs> they we can't go for power. And the best spot here in the karma, who sleeps in the bottom bunk? Prison attitude. So, my banana is. You understand, your two children, they're fighting it out every day. They're fighting it out. Visicouses die. Visicouses die. Survival of the fittest. The one is a predator after a while, and the other one is prey. It becomes determined in your house. That struggle is there. Did you call your child and say, My darling, Allah gave you a lot of powers. I can't sin, it's like a stake. I can't sin. But understand, Allah is going to ask you one day about that power and what you did with it. That which you did with your brother now, that is mentioned in Hadith. In Hadith, Allah speaks of the two goats, one with horns and one without horns. So they're like a muscles, so they're the only goat. And something is going to happen on the day of Qiyamah. So understand, my son, you can't just do anything to Allah's creation without Allah watching. And somehow there's going to be a response. Be mindful. When you deal with other humans, technically you're dealing with Allah. Because Allah takes it personal. Allah takes His creation personal. It's His creation. He's the one that gave you all those powers, all of that money, all of that. You do things against them. Using the powers that He gave you. Somewhere along the line, Mas'ool. You will be questioned. You will be taken to task. Kullukum ra'in. Wa Right. Unfortunately, my time is running out. So I'm not going to get to the common mistakes that parents make in our time. So, inshallah, we'll have a look at that in a following uh, Jum'ah. So I want to just end by asking the last question. Are we doing enough in the lives of our children? What are you doing for your child on a daily basis with regards to the iman of the child? With regards to the akhira of the child. Even the question of education. We tend to send our children to places of education where frequently the teachers are kuffar. And since they are kuffar, disbelievers, they can only teach what they got. Because He who doesn't have a thing cannot give it. Every utensil can only pour out what is inside the utensil. So if what is inside the utensil is kufar and fisk, does believe and immoral behavior, what will that child hear day in, day out? How long is your child at school? Your child must be at school 8 o'clock. The earliest he leaves probably is, is what? 3 o'clock. So it's 9, 10, 11, 12, one, two, three. 8 hours of his day. Okay, the 1 plus 1 equals 2. That's useful. But it doesn't happen just like that. Eh? It's not just 1 plus 1 equals 2. There's something added in there, 1 plus 1 equals 2. Right? If it's a Christian, 1 plus 1 plus 1 equals 3, except in Trinity. There's the exception to this law. Somehow that comes in, it finds its way in there. And the child is sitting there, and the teacher's eating pork. So he's looking at the pork. I like to spice me? You don't know my past, Nazis. I like to a bit, man. You understand? Somehow, that aversion that should be in him, for bad, is being carved away. It's being eaten away. And sometimes, somehow, that liking for good, that liking for good also is being taken away. Because he's being he's replaced. Another said, For oh, whom oh, oh. she is calm? For whom she is calm? Modesty is a branch of faith. That is what the Prophet of Allah said. The Prophet Allah found one day one Sahabi rebuking another Sahabi because he was too shy. Then he said, no, leave him. Hayah is part and parcel of faith. And that's said, what you're going to be taught at school, you're going to be taught at school, when we say, even the teachers going to do that. In today's time, I've seen video footage in America, and I'm picking out preschool. First I the boy, I claim the girl. This is how you speak to her. what I am. I am of what? You let plug play with socket. Somewhere along the line, electricity. <laughs> then you teaching plug also. Okay, this is how you speak to socket. Obviously, electricity. Somewhere along the line, it's going to happen. Allah knows best. So, you giving your child eight hours of kufr. How many hours of iman? On a daily basis. <clears throat> then, what we do, we just send the child to madrasah. That is, worry. Worry that is a worry. worry School fees? a Madrasa? 20 rand. That is so madrasa? Put a so-and-so around the corner. Water school? Aha, That is cool, yeah. Water afternoon madrasa? and titi so and so so man, man. I a train driver a You understand? Oh, but you can, can teach us choo choo, <laughs> because they say expertise. And I'm not trying to minimize the efforts of people that taught us Alif Bata and Amal It's not the aim. I'm trying to say every field has its expert. They were doing that in the absence of experts, perhaps when we were younger, but it doesn't exist anymore. Today's time we get qualified individuals. So why are you not sending your children to qualified individuals? You are doing that in every other field. Why are you not doing it in dean? How come dean is a second-ending? The moment my, my can't slam us, U-C-T. The moment my can uh, a dome can us, or oh, some of can't come, no phone or see darlums. Maulana, I want to send my child away. What's <laughs> <laughs> so? we so? We're trying to teach Quran and Hadith on a higher level. You will take monster here now you have to take things in context,? You eh? have to take things in context. I'm not saying they, uh, they mustn't be a place that reforms problematic children, but you need to understand that technically where the child is at that moment in time he is a rotten apple. And you want to take the rotten apple and you want to put it with the good apples. What happens in nature? When I say was.' faking the tomatess, isnt it? When the one egg becomes a rotten egg, and it's stinking all over the place, and maggots are coming out, do you want to eat the rest of the eggs that were sitting around it? You don't want to. Natural aversion we got for all of it. So how come you want to do that in din? Din mustn't get your second hand, man. Din must get your fresh stuff. Din must get your good stuff. Then you'll see moms be giving quality to you got so many problems with the imams. I can use Prati, the English, I Just because you send in that guy. The other guy you send you see, So the doctors can't wear Prati. And I'll let you because I see slim killers. You created that problem. Now you're complaining. Now you're complaining. How can you complain? What you put in is what you're going to get out. Standard law of computers, input, output. Okay, <laughs> and it's a great way Now you want to input your floppy, but you want to stuff it out. (laughs) (laughs) So quickly to finish off, we need a daily program. Read one ayah of the Qur'an to your child, even if it is just translation. One hadith of the Prophet of Allah, let the words of the Prophet of Allah hit his ears. Some stories of the Sahaba, the people in Jama'at. Most of the time they're reading for Sahaba, but you know what the piety that they aspire to and how it inspires them to sacrifice in the path of Allah, just to hear the sacrifices of the Sahaba. Then you tell yourself, But now what is he hearing? Human, he Master of the Universe. Who huh? are Rajul? Rabbul Alameen. Shirk. Quran, Alhamdulillah, Who are Rajul? Rabbul Alameen. Master of the universe. So, he's also going to run around like, He master of the universe. Ika. Rabbul That's what's going to happen. You should be listening to stories of Sahaba. Sayings that can inspire the mind. Take it in a direction. Some practical education. Take your child with, on a practical journey. Stay home for three days. Learn from the mistakes of others. Why was Nabi Lukman uh, called Luqman the wise? Because he didn't wait till he made the mistake, he learned from the mistakes of others. So give them examples. wat van America van So is dop. More is a walking bag of skeleton. Covered in skin only. We see this every day. If you are not showing your child that tomorrow your child is going to be on Duk. But if you are showing him, learn from their mistakes. Encourage them on a daily basis. Discourage them on a daily basis. That is the end of it, Insha'Allah, My time is completely up, so I must end there.